Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and roll my D20 now. Yeah, I better make those uh, little history checks that you, you know, my guy. It's probably uh, me. I rolled a three. I got oh, a seven. No. I got a six. Colleen. I rolled a five. Oh. oh. I, I thought I heard a three me. at some point. Yeah, that's me. I, I rolled a three. We all rolled ah, below thank, ten. Thank goodness. Alrighty. So, from what I remember, and it's been a long time since we uh, we played last time, but I guess I can oh, try. Oh, man. How you guys together. been? Uh, yeah, it's been a bit. It's been a minute. Uh, I learned a lot about pesto since then. Uh, I've, so I've, I've had <laughs> I've had a great a great twenty minutes. Thanks for asking. All right. So what happened last time? Uh, we started out in the Tide Pod, I believe. Yes, um, sir. We we then started to kind of configure a plan of how we're going to sneak into the facility and eventually break out lock. What we decided on was, I think, for whatever reason, Tony decided he was going to, like, climb the sheer cliff in this area to another spot. We decided we were going to take the freshwater intake pipe that was conveniently placed in the uh, Tide Pod area, um, which also happened to be right next to a shitter pipe. And uh, we took the clean water in, and then we followed some pipes. We discovered that there is, like, this kind of almost CCTV-like observation post at the, at the center of this facility where people could, could like hear in on everybody's conversations uh, through some slick uh, disguise work by Jetta. We basically got him to go eat his gabagool in the cafeteria. And then from there, we decided to look around a little bit. We found some information and we decided. Uh, oh, and then, of course, on the CCTV thing, we were able to see that there was a pathway that led to the brig. For whatever reason, uh, they somebody said it would be a good idea for somebody to stay behind. So I stayed behind, me being cult. And then they found Locke um, after punching out a guard. And that's where we are now. And there was a we, big scream. And I was like, oh, that's strange. We also found, uh, or I guess you found that letter um, saying that the mage lords were converging towards the tear. Yes, that's yeah, it's a good, it's a good point. Yes, we found some important overarching story lore. Um, I, Pat, I have a question. Did mm-hmm. that whole CCTV sound pipe room? Did you get that from something? I don't think so. CCTV probably. I don't know. Well, some, I, the concept I, of a of a guard room or something. No, but I mean, just like the the whole pipe system, I think that's really cool. No, I, just, I came up with that. I was originally planning on it being like musical in nature, and I figured that would be a little bit too hard to figure out. It should, it should have been a bunch of cans on string. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will. I actually do want to kind of back up a little bit and tell you guys that I originally, when I designed this, like, do you want to save this? For actually, like I'll the, save that for the Q&A, yeah. Save that for the Q and A because it's very funny. I'm sure it is. I'm laughing okay. already. Let's <laughs> 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 get I've been in the edits. I've been loving Matt just saying shit like that. Little dry remarks that fly under the radar. Well, it's, if you've ever heard of wet humor, that's that's the real thing. Isn't all humor dry? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Wet ass humor. Wow. About to punch you in the butt with this wet ass humor. All right. Can we? Are we? Are we Gucci? Yes. You're the okay. guy. Go. I was just asking if he was done with his recount. Okay. Uh, bait, bait, bait. Mouse turns back into bait, bait, and looks around the room like, oh, when Tony Lyons gets zapped, he's zapped. <laughs> so yeah, he gets zapped. You did your whole. Uh, well, that's strange. And uh, that's strange. you decide. Actually, since that wasn't in the last episode, how about you roll? Oh, am I doing this for real, or am I doing what I did last time? I mean, you're doing what you you did last time, but. Describe what he's doing. You want me to roll again? You want me to roll again? We need you. Yeah, just like for the for the edification. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you hear so, so this. Oh, this is a reaction to the Tony Lyons scream. 
Yeah, so you okay, hear yeah, the scream, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. and you are now tasked with deciding if you want to stay or if you want to go. Alright, well it's strange to hear screaming coming from the brig, though it is not a, a scream that I necessarily recognize. Uh, but it is very, I will. Very painful scream. He just, very painful he just scream. Taps, he taps the brick pipe and then it stops making sound and he's like, it's nothing. You also hear the mouse splat and then the <laughs> the groaning from bait. Oh, that's normal. He's always splatting. Um, and I, I, uh, I'm gonna. If it's if it's low, I'm gonna go. If it's high, I'm going to stay. Yeah. And look at that. It's a natural twenty. I Again? guess I'm gonna stay. Oh uh, well, my god! Well, I don't. Well, yeah. Well, I also I, I did roll again, and it was a thirteen, so it's still high. <laughs> I know. That was just Josh. Oh. All right. Anyway, so uh, I'm gonna like pull uh, Tony away, and just uh, go to him, slap him. How was I supposed to know the bars were electric? Does wait? Do you grab Tony while he's touching the bars? Well, he he grabs and then like lets go because he's he's so shocked. It's not one of those oh. situations where oh. he gets he gets zapped into holding on forever. Oh, okay, it's not that strong. I yeah. guess. it's like okay, it's I'm- like imagine R two D two getting zapped and then flying away, going wow. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wet ass humor. You want to let the whole whole <laughs> compound know know we're here? I didn't know the bars were gonna be electric, my guy. Um, Locker, are you okay? Maeve, is that you? Hi. Oh my. God, I'm so glad to see you. Oh, God. And then he looks at me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I think it'd be best if we try to make our egress from the facility as quickly and as quietly as possible. We could talk on the boat. I'm listening in, and Colt is maybe weeping a little bit that he didn't ask, where is Colt? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get there right. yet. Uh, ah, well, glad to finally see the esteemed lock. Uh, you are still disguised as Kiso. <laughs> like, what the hell are you guys doing with him? Um, well, that's not actually uh, Keystone. It's uh, it's our friend <laughs> Jetta. Je- Jetta, master hi- highway bandit uh, at, at your service. He's so confused right now. Locke, we will have plenty of time to answer questions on the pod. What's the best way to get you out of this cell? I don't know. Oh, don't I worry. Was... I got, I got, don't worry. I got this. I got this. I cast Mage Hand and I use Mage Hand to like uh, lockpick the door. That's something I can do because I'm an arcane trickster. Oh. Guess what? There's no lock. What do you mean? Oh. Well, there is a lock. He's in the, he's in the cage. Oh my God. Okay, there's no conventional lock keeping this door shut. Well, how is lock now unconventional? Does he have, like, a, a mohawk or something? I hate all of this. No, he's wearing those pink yoga pants, the, the tracksuit pants. What's keeping the door shut? Uh, do a little investigation check for me. It's right there, man. Do uh, an investigation. Anyway, not 20. Jesus Christ. Okay, so, uh, as you kind of investigate the, the whole situation... You can see that there's a, a series of levers on the wall uh, that are presumably used to open all of each individual cell in some combination. Uh, there's a system of pulleys on the ceiling that, as the levers get pulled, certain doors will open. Why did they make this so complicated? I, I don't get it. Uh, well, with your natural 20, you realize that they probably did it this way so that no one guard could let somebody out in the case of being outsmarted by the prisoner. That's pretty forward thinking of them. It's happened to them before. Instead of getting more competent people, they just <laughs> did 
this bullshit. It's it's hard to find competence. It's easy to make systems that avoid incompetence. That's actually good engineering. Good exactly. engineering accommodates for the incompetence of the user. That's Here's amazing. Here's where I'm flabbergasted, though, is because they thought ahead there, but they have their shit pipe dumping straight into their clean water pipe. Yep. Like, yep. different <laughs> contractors for different part of the buildings was probably not the way to go. Hey, one's obviously electrical. The other one's yeah. obviously mechanical. I mean, I, I would argue civil is, is the one who did the pipes. I guess. I mean, potato, potato. Okay. <laughs> so, um, okay, okay. Lock, have you have you seen them like pull the levers? Have you seen them like what combination of levers will get this one open here? I haven't seen them open my cell, but every time they do it, somebody's wearing this pair of glasses. And then he like looks over at the guard. And he's like, yeah, it's, it's in his, his front pocket right there. And he points over to the guard who's still knocked out on the chair. All right. A mage hand to, like, grab his glasses and just put it on myself. Yeah. So you put on the glasses, and as you look around the room, they are all color-coded levers. Uh, so the the two levers that need to open Locke's cell are on opposite sides of the room. And when you put your glasses on, they both appear yellow. Okay. okay. Pat, I know where you're pulling some of this stuff from, and I'm furious. <laughs> okay. I uh, tell... Uh, Bait. Okay, see th- see that lever over there. Uh, uh, you go there. I'm gonna take this one, and then I guess we gotta pull them both at the same time. Uh, okay. Bait is like kind of nervous, sweaty, glancing around the room, and is just like, ah, okay. And walks emphasis over to on the sweaty. Lever. Just want to make that clear to everyone. Extremely sweaty. As you try to grab onto the lever, you're just sliding your hands all over the place. <laughs> some even some of the mouse and dolphin sweat lingers. Oh, so dolphins you- don't sweat. I don't think my my sweat either, actually. Okay, so I'm going to have a funeral for my jokes because Chowder's killing all of them. So you try to pull the levers. You try to pull the levers, but they are not moving. As you kind of look around the room, it seems like there is a another piece that you're missing here. Um, can I roll investigation? There's an entire wall that does not have any levers on it. You can roll investigation. <laughs> that is a three, uh, I believe minus one. Oh, no. oh, plus one, just getting four. Oh, wow. Well, with that four, you still don't see anything. Ah, damn. Uh, I'm going to investigate two. Nineteen, and that's just a flat nineteen. Does mm-hmm. that work out? Okay. Um. So with a nineteen, you can see that on the opposite wall that twenty six altogether. Okay. With a twenty six altogether, with a flat nineteen, you see on the the wall that has no levers, there are keyholes that are also glowing with the yellow hue, but you don't know where the key is. All right. Uh. Okay. I'm seeing keyholes. They're also yellow. How does that relate to the levers? Can I check the guard's body for keys? You can indeed. So you find a giant keychain that has all the keys on it that could operate any of the keyholes. Uh, there is only one that's specifically glowing yellow on the wall, though. Uh, are, are any of the keys yellow? Do I see any yellow keys there? You see a yellow key, and you point it out to Maeve. How high up on the wall is the keyhole? It's just like normal height, so it's probably around your, your eyeball. So as Maeve puts the key in and turns it and as she does that the levers can now move freely you pull on each and the the door to cults or uh to locks cage swings open i give him a hug he hugs you back and he says oh thank you so much for saving me now we're gonna have to get out of here it's not gonna be easy um we have I an mean, escape i mean we have an escape plan 
I mean, yeah. as if there's a way that we can conceal you, the Gabagool people were not particularly attentive. What's your name? Cult. As soon as uh, you hear the following sounds of everybody cleaning up, you have the option to like alert the the brig people that dinner is about to end. I'm going to tap on the pipe. If you guys can hear me, it sounds like they're finished eating their gabagool, it sounds like. Evidently, it was good gabagool this night. Hey, Tony. You remember that one job? Yeah, I think I know what you're saying. And then Tony runs off. Uh, Wait, what are you guys doing? There was one job where we had to come up with some sort of big, grandiose distraction. So we kind of maybe made a couple bombs and set them off at the same time. Aha, uh-huh. I like what you're thinking here. So I said, you know, Tony's just going to go try to find some uh, some gunpowder for us, okay? It's, it's no big deal. Well, uh, uh, I don't really have gunpowder, but I have oil and some matches. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he'll be able to find it. He's an ex-Black Tide guy, too. So Locke kind of like searches around the room trying to find all of his belongings and literally everything is on the person with the vest and the cargo pants. Wait, those are some extremely functional pants, I must say. They look terrible, though. Can we, can we take his vest? Can we take his pants? Can I, wait, Pat, Pat, can I? You can, you can take his vest, yes. Can I investigate? Oh my god. You can't investigate it? Yes! (laughs) It's a, it's an eight! (laughs) Oh no. Uh, okay, so what I'm going to say is you, you take the vest. It's it's very large for you, but as you open the pockets, they <laughs> they kind of go on forever. <gasps> it's a bag of holding. <laughs> it's a cargo vest of holding. Oh, my God. I'm so uh, happy. Uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, okay, so uh, if you're done with the pants here, uh, <laughs> we, sh- we should probably try to avoid everyone there right now. Wait. Where's Colt? Thank you. It's been five minutes, and nobody has even said anything. <laughs> I mean, we kind of need him to escape, too. It's not like this Wait, is... I'd like to talk into the pipe. Yeah, okay, I think Babe's got me beat. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> I, I, uh, hey, uh, Mr. Colt, do you, uh, you remember those pig things? We we need a distraction. Oh, oh wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Maeve, 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 I think we can de-escalate a little bit here. Colt, can you just maybe tell them that there's another round of food coming? Uh, is there like a, is there like a cafeteria one that's easy to see? Yeah, well, the the funny thing is they have this weird contraption that looks like if you place it up against your, the, the desk that you're sitting at, it goes to every pipe. Ooh. Okay, I bring up the pipe. (coughs) Hey, everybody, there's more... (laughs) Gabagool in the cafeteria. As soon as you say that, just screams of, of laughter and like cheers erupt across the entire compound <laughs> as they just rush back to the tables. And you, you can hear, only Colt can hear this is from the kitchen. He's just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> so Bates gonna lean down to Maven and say, and just say like, pirate school sure taught you a lot, but oh, let's try to get out of here in one piece. And then Do you think you're, like, clever or something? Uh, no, I'm not clever at all, but I'm just really glad I got in there before you got us all killed over some fucking pigs. Well, that's how you make Gabagool. <laughs> you gotta break a few pigs to make some Gabagool. Okay. I, 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 I am amazed this operation functions. 
It doesn't. Let's go. <laughs> that is a question to which we may never get the answer. How does this function? In front of or behind the scenes? I don't know. I just work here. Uh, it's Colin. I'm here with the breakaway uh, for chapter 46, Gabagool. We are uh, having a lot of fun with Locked and Loaded, but I'm here to give you a little bit of a state of the pod, an idea of where the show is uh, and our schedule for the next couple of months. Um, lay the groundwork for where we're going. I'll hopefully get you a little bit excited. Um, now, Locked and Loaded is Pat's adventure. It's our fifth uh, campaign in the Dicey Waters. Uh, it's our fifth story in the Dicey Waters campaign, and that is going to wrap up at the end of June. After this episode ends, there are going to be two more episodes in the Locked and Loaded story before we move on with Dicey Waters. Now, Pat's story, in order to make sure that we could structure the the last two episodes around the gameplay stuff involved, uh, this episode is a little bit shorter than some of the others. Uh, Even so, it is weirdly, like in terms of production, I think I've laughed more editing this episode than a lot of them that might have to do with some of the comments matt is leaving me in the show notes but uh genuinely laughing at a lot of a lot of the dumb jokes and interactions um now as far as the last two episodes uh those are going to lead directly into our next fifth wednesday so once locks and loaded ends then we are going to have a question and answer bonus episode with pat just two weeks after the finale of this story arc. So if you have any questions about this campaign, what about the setting? What are, what do the islands look like here versus other places? I'll tell you, they're smaller than the ones that we visited before. Um, why did Pat have Locke kidnapped? What did he want to accomplish with that? Or did you really come up with that CCTV pipe system on your own, you dirty liar? I don't know. Um, any questions that you have, start thinking about them now. And because there's a two-week gap, you'll have plenty of time to uh, listen to the finale episode and then ask us questions about how it all wrapped up. So go ahead and send those to us if you have them or as they come to your mind. If you're in our Discord, message us. If you follow us on Twitter or our patrons, use those platforms. Every way you can reach us is available on DicePopuli.com, be it email, social media, Discord, Patreon. Send us a message with your question. We will document it and we will answer it. I love, love, love doing those episodes. Uh, asking the questions and answering them is so much fun. I think I'm I'm very outspoken about my love behind the scenes content just across the board. Like for every one hour of movie that you watch, I think there should be two hours of bloopers. That's just me. So Locked and Loaded is coming to an end. I want to say thanks to Pat for running like a truly surprising and wild adventure. I'll also say if you need some fuel for questions, uh, I have some notes from our original planning discussion on this about a year and a half ago. And of all the stories, this is maybe the biggest change an initial concept to final execution. I don't know if you've heard my surprise over the last several episodes, but uh, holy cow, some stuff did not go as <laughs> as Pat originally sketched out. Um, and I think he's going to, I can't wait to talk to him about it. Um, so that takes us through the end of June. That's about the next month and a half of this show. Uh, after that, uh, we are taking a quick break from Dicey Waters and putting two episodes of Entrenched, our bonus Patreon campaign, into the main feed. 
For those who don't really know, Entrenched, it's run by Ryan, who, you know, plays Cult, did It Came in the Night, uh, and now we have taken the shackles off of him and let him run free with his own campaign. It is set in Eberron, which I think is his favorite D&D setting, unless it's Spelljammer, I don't know. Uh, and we're using a system called Quest RPG, which is more lightweight, uh, and allows for some pretty different character dynamics. When you're not making a roll every two seconds, it really changes the flow of character. It's a little more serious a story, but definitely just as goofy <laughs> a show as we all take on different characters. Uh, we're going to be putting the first two episodes of those out, and we're doing two because, well, if you thought Dicey Waters in episode seven at Stoneholm got its crazy start pretty early, Entrenched beats that by a mile. So it's it's pretty fun. I'm really proud of it. Pat's done a great job putting it together. Ryan's done a great job running and writing it. Um, that's also partially so that uh, putting these out is also partially uh, to give us a little extra buffer time in between recordings so that I can start truly laying out uh, the end of Dicey Waters. Uh, so July, you'll be getting those two episodes of Entrenched, and in August... I will be back with another above board episode, an interlude where I transition us from Pat's story into Chowders. At this point, I don't know if it's going to be one episode or two. We'll have to see how everything shakes out. Uh, but in August, uh, you will finally start to hear the beginnings of Chowders' next adventure. And I am freaking pumped. It is at once totally new and also totally rooted in stuff we've done before like the conceit of rotating dms and sharing a setting is really really starting to pay off in a way i couldn't have imagined it's so fun some of the ideas that he brought to the table uh i've been helping him structure some stuff and it's i'm so excited so uh i, I just needed some time to sort of lock in the transition work on some music lock in some artwork so that when it launches you can be just as excited for that as you were with it came in the night, Trouble in Paradise, A Second Chance, or Locked and Loaded. We want everything to be our best. Speaking of being our best, uh, Patreon. I want to talk about that for another second. The Entrenched campaign is only possible because of it. The extra work that we've been putting into this show is only possible because of it. Those of you who have contributed money, you have essentially eliminated some of the overhead costs of running the show. And we've been looking at, okay, how can we make this better? The community giveaways, the uh, the ability to, to, to like pay for new sound effects and new tools, editing, knowing that there is financial support behind the decisions we're making allows us to make more and better decisions. It is liberating, it is exciting, it is heartwarming. I've said it a million times, and I will say it a million more. I promise not to record all million of those and make you listen to them. Uh, but for those of you who haven't already joined the Patreon and enjoy this show, like if Dice Populi shows up in your podcast feed and you get excited, you get a smile, like you look forward to listening to it, it's a great idea to throw a little money behind it because we can make something even more exciting uh, with that money. So far, everything has gone to productions, to charities, and to community giveaways. Uh, and soon we'll be looking at outreach and other stuff. And uh, it, going down the list of Patreon supporters, uh, folks that have decided to support the show, I want to give big thank yous to uh, Joe Batwinis and Jay, uh, two next folks on our list as I go down our supporters. Uh, we are getting pretty close to the end of that list so far, but folks like Joe and Jay are the ones making this bigger, better, and more exciting. Uh, and if you want to join those ranks, DicePopuli.com. There's a button for the Patreon right there. 
on that site, you can also find merch. Money coming in from the merch is also helping to, to smooth smooth things out as we get that going. Our seasonal merch item of a bread shirt, uh, I think we're reevaluating how we're going to put that out there to make it easier. That's probably going to go up on our Redbubble as well. So stay tuned uh, for some announcements once we lock that in, and you can get your hands on some limited run merchandise. Uh, I think that's about it. I've been talking for a long time. Uh, again, live listens are a thing we do on our Discord, which you can join on DicePopuli.com. We do those the Fridays after episodes come out. So feel free to join up there. Also, patrons, I'm working on some visual content. It's a bit different than anything I've done before uh, for Dice Populi. And I might be sending some interesting stuff your way soon. Give you a sneak peek into the kind of process that I am uh, that I'm working on here. Uh, you all have made it possible that I can even do that kind of thing. So I want to let you see what's happening. I think it's going to be fun. So that's enough talking from me. Let's hear some more talking from Pat because, I mean, while we have a lot of new and exciting things going on, our crew's still got to break out of a, a Black Tide hideout. And since the crew doesn't function, you can only imagine how well that's going to go. Jetta... How long does your disguise last? One hour. An hour, right? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So it's probably been about half an hour total. Yeah. Uh, between all of this stuff. So you still got half an hour left. As soon as people start rushing over to the cafeteria and sitting down, you see the real Kizo start to walk towards them and in his little sniveling voice go, What's the meaning of this? Wow, Jetta, you really did not nail that voice, did you? Who's seeing this? Everybody is. Everybody sees it. You guys are still in the brig, but you can kind of see the cafeteria. Wait, what? You are in the brig. We are in the brig. We can see this from the brig in the cafeteria. It's far enough away from the cafeteria that like they are not even remotely concerned about you. But you can see them just based on like the fact that the brig is just a bunch of bars and like a couple walls with a door that leads out, and it kind of opens up to the whole island. Oh, okay. Uh, so he's running towards and just like, what's the meaning of this? Go back to your jobs. No additional gabagool was authorized for this evening. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, I think with that bait is going to pipe and like go back to the pipe and it's like, Colt, is there any way you think you could get him to stay a bit longer? I, uh, oink, I mean, oink. Uh, bring in the hell pigs. <laughs> or, I, I, uh, oink, by, oh. oink, I bring to the pipe, bring in the hell pigs. Okay, and I'm going to because uh, the the watch center is not that far away from the cafeteria, correct? Correct. I will kind of amble my way into the cafeteria space as best I can, while uh, not you pass Tony on your way. Tony, I do know what's going on. Uh, yeah. Why don't you go meet up with everybody else? I got something to take care of. You can see he's holding a bunch of small objects. Uh, are those explosives? Uh, you could say that, and then he just goes and runs back towards the room that you just came from. All right, I will. Uh, once I get to the cafeteria, like first thing that's done, I guess, is I will summon pig army. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, the pig demons spawn in, and the guy from the communications room is like, "Hey, I saw a letter from the guys over on uh, G13." Are these the same same pig dudes that killed our guys? And then everybody starts getting riled up. And one of them just goes, Looks like we're gonna get some fresh gabagool tonight, boys! <laughs> <laughs> Gabagool's back on the menu! I'm gonna I'm gonna scream out, yes it is, and then 
using my first time, I'm going to use my Staff Boy. I'm either going to do negative energy flood or a fifth level fireball. One of the two. I feel less bad about the challenge of the the enemy you're about to face. Yeah, fifth level fireball. I'm just going to shoot it in the room ahead of the pig boys to soften them up a little. (laughs) Is that why? Okay. That will Um, be... 10? Was it no, it's, it's 10d6? Or? 10d6 for a fifth level fireball. That's oh, right. Yeah. Uh, to, to flavor this, the fireball will be black. Uh, so, 34 points of damage with the uh, dexterity saving throw of 17. And, and I'm just gonna, like, ahead of the pigs, so the pigs aren't hit by it, but kind of into the nearest group of people with a 20 foot radius, I'm just gonna kind of pop the cherry of okay. this combat. Uh, I will just roll, like, a general... Yeah. I'll roll yeah. six saving yeah. throws and it'll just be like each kind of quadrant. No, Pat, I demand that you know exact numbers of people in this. Okay, I got I got one save. So, approximately one-sixth of the guys only take half damage. Do any? Does anybody die okay. from that? This is important because I have a reaction if somebody dies. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes. 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 No, 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 no. I gotta stop taking my bath during so, cult shenanigans. Yeah, only a sixth of them are still alive. Jesus. What the fuck? Alright, well, I'm just gonna, I mean, oh man, maybe for next turn, but this turn, as a reaction, I'm going <laughs> I'm going to use Soul Cage, and I'm going to capture a spirit of one of them, no. and that's gonna drain another additional. Oh, okay. So my staff is now wreathed in the flame as I have captured a soul of a Gabagool boy. Okay. Um, so. I think that's the single most evil thing we've done. Yeah. That's, that's, this, I'm, hor- Colin is horrified. At least you could argue that these people kind of deserve to die. But. Okay. Uh, once the explosion goes off, Bait is going to turn everyone. Okay, don't know if I'm going to pull this off. Stay close to me. And he's going to cast uh, Pass Without Trace. Ooh. What does your Pass Without Trace do exactly there? Uh, everybody within 30 feet, concentration up for an hour. Uh, we have plus 10 bonus to stealth checks. Can't be tracked except by magical means. Uh, so, yeah, we're yeah, so we're very hard to spot. And I feel like uh, apocalypsing this room probably makes that even easier. Holy shit. Did I do bad? Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, I mean, I, so just just for your reference, Pat, Soul Cage, uh, I have the, I can, I have the soul is captured in my staff, and then uh, I get to use, it's basically six charges to the soul, and I can use that to do various things, like heal myself, I can force it to answer questions, I can tell it, like, where it's, I can ask where it's been. Oh my god! This is so- I can get advantage on attack. Uh, I think attack rolls if I like prep it the time, like the the, the thing I before. Thi- I mean, crucially, none of us know that you have enslaved a soul in your yeah. wand. Yep. But oh my fuck! Yeah, it's dark. It's dark, man. Yep. Man, yep. I, I would feel bad if its benefits weren't so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with pass without oh, trade bait. Bait is gonna start running down the side of this open space to try uh-huh. to get back to Cult and and see if they can like run back out the way they came. What oh, condition Jesus. is uh Mr. Luck in? Uh, he's he's fine. He's just like kind of malnourished. Um, and and by that I mean he doesn't have a a, a beer gut anymore. He's like just normal sized. Um, Does he have 
the belt of cloud giant strength. That was taken from him, but he got it back when he rummaged, rummaged through all of the the pockets of the oh, okay. the the vest of holding. So, God damn. <laughs> yeah, he's he's back uh, to full power, oh, baby. Oh, okay, real quick before we go. Did anyone take the vest of holding with them? Because if not, I, yes. I am taken. Okay. Yes, I I'm have pretty it. Sure, yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you, though. It's too big for me. Put it on. Okay, thank you. Okay. After the explosion from the <laughs> the Void Staff kind of dissipates, Kizo starts looking around. He's like completely flabbergasted at the fact that five-sixths of his troop is gone. And at that moment, you see every single pipe that is used for the the communication explode because our good friend Tony Lyons stuffed bombs into each of them, plugging the ends, and the pressure just made all of them rupture. Uh, There's smoke pouring out over the entire compound now. Uh, It's just like, wow, seems like this spell kind of wasn't necessary, but better safe than sorry. So um, as far as like vision goes, would you say it's lightly obscured, heavy obscurement? Um, So it's kind of like a gradient. So the floor is completely uh, clear because the smoke is rising. But Mm -hmm. for people who are normal height, it's very tough to see. So you can have you kind of have to crouch down, but Maeve, you are the perfect height to see underneath the smoke. Oh fuck yeah! Okay. Uh, bait, bait is still hustling down, encouraging people to follow him. Making yeah, sure follow him. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. following suit. Yep, I'll grab Mister Lock by the hand and uh, try to take him with us. Right. So everybody's running through. You try to find your way back. It's a little bit more difficult because you don't have the pipes to guide you anymore, but you, you generally know where to go. Uh, so you make it to the other side of the cafeteria. You don't see any sign of Kizo. Uh, but you do find Cult on the other side with his now glowing fiery magic stick. Uh, uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about that yeah. later. We, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, and it's like, gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard for Cult to see us. Like, what's his? Like, how are we gonna appear to him being shrouded by past without trace? Also, you just hear a bunch of pigs going yeah, to town true, on some corpses. Yeah. I mean, uh, you can choose to make yourself aware to him. I guess he's not gonna see you unless you choose. To if, do I that. See, if, if I see, if I see him. Invisible. Yeah, right. if I see so, him, then I'm going to try to be like, oh, Cole, we, we got Locke. Oh, that's great. Uh, I got to test out my new staff. It works wonderfully. Great, great, great. No time to explain. He just picks Cult up and throws him over his shoulder and starts running. All right, I'm going to start zip zap zapping uh, firebolts from, I guess, my best friend's shoulder. Uh, uh, so you guys- I'm, I'm going to, like, uh, toss some uh, oil behind me and, like, encourage uh, Cult to, like, shoot at the oil. Sure, I'll shoot at some oil. Can okay. I run uh, away roll, before you do that? Yeah, you guys are running. Yeah, yeah. I'm while doing this happens. all while we're running. It's... Roll a d4 for me, and on a certain result, it's going to catch on fire. Okay. Uh, uh, that's a one. That is not the result that would catch it on fire. Okay. Um, so you guys are continuing to run. Remember, you came in here through that bathroom sewer situation. Yeah. Are you going to try to leave through the same situation? That's that's where Bait is running. I don't know. Yeah, if yeah. Else that's is following. That, I mean, yeah. That sounds like the plan. All right. Okay. Can I? Can we try to? Do we know where Tony Lines is? Like, can we try to find him? He's back the way that you guys are running right now. In, in the with room. the room with all the pipes, like the little yeah. command post. So there. yeah, as you run past it, you see him come out. Like his face is just blackened with soot, and his eyebrows are. <laughs> Kind of cinched off. He's like, wait, that was fun as hell. Okay, I okay, I want to go over to him and be like, Tony, how did you get in here? Where did you climb? Oh, uh, I climbed over the the rock wall. See, you guys all went through the sewers, 
But if you just like looked up a little bit above the sewers, there was just a whole bunch of rocks and I climbed all all up over those. Okay, can we can we go that way? Uh it's gonna be pretty tough for a couple of you guys to climb up there. How how tall is the rock wall exactly? It's about fifty feet. My rope can work with that. Yeah, and we can fly too. Oh, you guys can fly. Why'd you go through the sewers? My best friend is going to carry me up the precipice. As everyone like decides against going down the toilet, Bates just like we know exactly where it's gonna go. Can we oh come on. You gotta decide right now if uh, you're going in the sewers or if you're going up the wall. I wanna go to the to the wall. To the wall. I'm down with the wall. To the window. <laughs> to the wall. <laughs> to the wall. Bait. Uh Bait follows the group exasperated and upset. Okay. I uh, wanted so, to get covered in dookie. So right before <laughs> you... Like stream. As, as you run past the bathroom this time, you, it opens up into more like of a natural uh, rock face, and Tony just starts climbing up it. Um, if I look up the rock face, like, what Wait, does it look climbing like? climbing up? Shouldn't it be climbing down? Because we're going mm, down the You're rock? climbing up over the rock wall. You gotta go up 50 feet and then down 50 feet. Alright, so we gonna cast fly here or should I just use my rope? I'm gonna levitate up again. Alright, uh, I use my rope to like, uh, attach the rope to something, some anchor point up top and then climb it. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna cast fly on Locke so that he can carry me over the precipice. Okay. Uh, I believe my pig monsters disappear because flight is a concentration spell. Okay, yeah, they they would be gone now then. So uh, you start to fly over. Jetta kind of kind of lassos the rope and throws it up, and it magically just cinches right onto a little bit of a, a like a a craggy spot towards the top. Uh, Mave is levitating, and that leaves bait. Um, yeah, I'm looking at my stuff. I think I'm gonna try the rope. Okay. Uh, I, I only want to try to get halfway up, if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'm planning for failure, if you don't mind. Uh, hey, I've learned my lesson climbing things as bait. So <laughs> roll, roll athletics with disadvantage because of your greasy hands. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, athletics, that is a six. Okay, you're just going to go like really, really slowly. Okay, so once I get roughly halfway up the rope, I'm assuming that they're all ahead. Mm-hmm. Like over the wall, you can yeah, resolve their point, stuff first and come back right. to me for the at sake this of point, chronology. Jetta is already at the top. Uh, Tony is going a little bit slower, but he's close. Cult and Locke are almost all the way to the other side, as are uh, as is Maeve. Uh, Cult is humming the song from Aladdin. I you the world. Copyright. As he's being carried by Locke. Um, yeah. So I guess so. If I go over the the rock wall. And I look straight down. Does that take us outside? Yeah. So uh, if you go down the wall, you'll be back on the beach. You can see the uh, the dock and the tide pod awaiting your escape. Okay. I'm going to wait at the top of the rock wall, and I'll look down and be like, Oh, bait, you coming? I'll get there. Just go ahead. Move your ass, damn it. I'm, I'm trying. Um, bait is gonna. Okay, do I make it halfway up this thing, or do I like yeah. within eight? Do, okay, so I do. Yeah, you're fine. So yeah. once I get to the uh, halfway up the rope, I'm going to cast Misty Step and uh, poof to the top of the wall, uh, okay. a little out of breath and achy, and say, "It's fine. Let's just get the fuck out of here." Wait. All right. Okay. So you know, I uh, uh, pull up my rope. Uh, what's the drop like? Like, uh, it's fifty feet to get to like sort of solid ground it starts to angle down a little bit so it's probably to to the beach is closer to 60 feet to some more bouldery easier to climb rocks is about 50 feet oh okay 
I would like to uh, uh, tug at uh, Bade's arm, be like, "All right, come on, you want to go down?" Uh, yeah, very much so. In one piece this time, if I could manage. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna cast Dimension Door and teleport me and Bade down to the beach. Five hundred foot range. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna tell him to jump and to do feather fall. <laughs> Wait, is, is, there, is there enough room in that dimension door for me? There is not. I can only grab one other person. Ah, shoot. Uh, you got I, a uh, rope. I do. Okay. I uh, I attach the rope and like well, rappel or rappel down as quickly as I can. I uh, I just rolled for wild magic, by the way, and I didn't get anything. Okay. Just okay. so you know, I'm I have been doing that. So how is everybody else going down? I forgot that everybody has been accounted for because I'm carrying Colt. <laughs> uh, well, you're flying. So, yeah. You're flying. I know. So. I know. Everybody starts to drop. Tony is like, oh, I'll be there in a second. <laughs> He's making all these dad noises. Um, uh, as soon as he gets to the top, though, he decides to cowabunga it and try to jump for one of the trees uh, and slide down it. So I'm going to make an acrobatics check for him. Okay, uh, Maeve, quick question. Did you take us, like, to the rocks, to the beach, or to the ship? I took us, like, I took us down to the beach, because okay. I, right. I assumed that's yeah. all I could see from yeah. the top there. If Pretty Tony's about okay. to eat it, I'll do feather fall. Uh, no, actually, no, no. If, he, if Tony's about to eat it, I have a reaction prepared as well. Right, so he cowabungas. He does a little bit of, like, a front flip. Uh, and then as soon as he tries to reach for a tree, he kind of slips a little bit, but he digs his body into it to the point that he slows himself down and comes to a screeching halt right before he would have hit the ground. Uh, his hands are like a little bit bloody from the friction, but otherwise he's pretty okay. Nice. <laughs> okay. Do you offer him a high five? Air five. Uh, right. Bates gonna step further down the beach and look around. Uh, do I see the Tide Pod that Ivo is piloting? Yes, the Tide Pod is there. Okay, and I'm just gonna point towards it uh, and like and look lock in the eye and say, "All right, let's get in the boat and let's go." So you guys run over to the Tide Pod. Uh, is there anything? Yeah. So once I get down, uh, what what happens? Because like it sounds like there's more to it than just getting down on the rope. I mean, you just had to get down to, like, the bouldery part, and then you can kind of scamper down. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, everybody's running towards the Tide Pod at this point. Um, is Colt still, or is Locke still carrying you, Colt? Yes, of course. Okay, well... I'm his world, gonna... and he's mine, so we're going together. <laughs> you can't see anything that's about to happen because your your face is behind, like, you're, you're looking backwards, the way he's got you over his shoulder. So yeah, That's fine. As soon as you approach the tide pod, you hear some clapping. Just a very slow... You sons of bitches. I didn't think you had it in yet. And as as uh, you hear this sound, Kizo steps out of the tide pod, holding Ivo Lishi by the neck. Oh, yeah. Let him go, I say, as I'm looking like Kizo. <laughs> I, I assume I'm still... It hasn't been out, the hours and up yet. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's about to be, but for now you're still Kiso. Hmm. You're a handsome looking devil. It's like, I can't believe that I let dumb, old, good for nothing Locke beat me. And as soon as he says that, Locke, like, puts Colt down gently. And he grabs his halberd out and he's like, you and I have unfinished business here, Kiso. Um, I uh, so okay. So Kiso is in the Tide Pod. Is on the Tide he's, Pod. He's stepped out of the Tide Pod, holding Ivo Lishi by the neck. Like, is 
Is he on a dock or is he on the Tide Pod? He's uh, standing like on top of the Tide Pod. Okay. Um, as all this is going on, let me see if I can cast a spell here. Up, up, up. Where'd it go? Come on. Why? There it is. Okay. Um, I would like to cast Control Water. Okay. And try to create a whirlpool around the Tide Pod, bringing water over the top to fill it and sink it with Kiso on top, granting him no escape from the sinking vessel. And the gnome? I yeah, mean, are, what's, are you what's about the... To, are you about the, to ice the, the gnome tide, and destroy our way out of the Badlands? The Tide Pod's our way out, dude. There's got to be more than one. Uh, I mean, like, are, are we having this conversation, like, uh, in character? So, <clears throat> you can... I mean, it'll take a while to happen, so the whirlpool will start and people will have time to react. Okay, I, I'm reacting. Do not do that. We need that to get out. We don't. And I look at Maeve and, like, I, like, nod toward her pocket where I know the friendship is. I, sh- I shake my head like, you you can't do that. You'll hurt the gnome. We can- I can control the water. Come on, let's get Kiso out of here, save the gnome, and get out. But but we can use that ship to get out of the terror. Like, we don't even have to go back to Bottle Brew. If you two are done yapping, I got a little beef to settle here. And he starts to step off the Tide Pod. What's he doing with the gnome? He just tosses it aside onto the dock. Okay. All right. If, if, he's, if he has, like, escaped the Tide Pod, like, should he have to roll I something mean, when the whole boat guys, is moving? You didn't do anything. You guys I did. I started. about it no, the I said I cast. No, I said I cast the Whirlpool. Okay. Well, in that case, he uses a bonus action to dodge off of, or to dash off of the the Tide Pod. Okay. The, the fucking, whatever you want to call it, the dock. Then Bait's going to stop sinking the boat. Now, let's get a little dice. What you gonna do about it? Does, I have does a question. Want to okay. explain what's going on here? It, Pat's it, talking it smells to a lot like beef. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>